Cheese and the tugboat having a conversation. <laughs> Cheese is sitting here in a nice wing back chair, got his feet up, slippers on, comfortable, we're ready just to sit by the fire, which is not on, and have a conversation in the morning sunlight. Coming just painting a picture for the listener. Like I had to shut the blinds because well, there was too much natural light. I mean, I shut the blinds blindly by just swiping without looking. Yeah. Pretty fantastic. But, uh... A little blind on blind. Well, yeah, I blindly blinded the blinds. I feel like there's some kind of blind man eye-poking contest that we could reference there. That would be... Blinded by the blinds. Uh, let's not talk about blind people. I'm just going to offend everybody if I do that. Um, so, Cheese, we've talked about vacations uh, on several occasions. Um, I feel like this one's going to be a follow-up episode to a very specific uh, vacation that you had, one where you went to uh, the Thailand. Mm-hmm. We talked about it on our resolutions episode, mm-hmm. uh, episode uh, 63, I think, or 62. Mm-hmm. Um, Part of the listeners will know better than we do. <laughs> but, um, so, I mean, we talked about vacations before. So, to begin, let's just remind everybody about the different styles, the different types of vacations. So, I mean, you have your generic vacation. It's a break. You're removing yourself from your everyday life. Maybe even from the people in your everyday life. You know, just generic vacation. Get out there. Go do some, lie on a beach, sit by a pool, eat basketball turds, I don't know, whatever people do. Then you've got adventures. So adventures, usually it's a vacation, but it usually features new experiences, it's high energy, it's exciting. I'm going on an adventure to climb Mount Kilimanjaro, hope nobody there is named Jaro. And, you know, you're just having a good time. And then you have your saga. That's like a long, oh, yeah. complicated, yeah, sponsored or produced by Disney. Yeah, this is, this is a whole thing. Like this could be like forty years, like a saga. Yeah, like you'd think it would just be like a, like three episodes, and then somewhere along the line, Disney takes over your life. They start adding new episodes. Arc. It's an arc. Yeah. It's, yeah. Sagas. I have a question mark because I don't understand it fully myself, but we're just going to move on <laughs> to tracks. So tracks are more difficult. They're adventure-like, mm-hmm. but they're difficult. It's like going off the beaten path. So you take a trek through, you know, Africa. You're meeting all kinds of, like, indigenous peoples mm-hmm. that have ceremonies that brand eights yeah. on your arms. Maybe yeah. you're the eighth wife of this person. I don't know. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about. There's there. lots of nature it's involved. It's usually nature-oriented. You're, you're living like yeah. a hut. Like you maybe you get stranded in a forest and you have to make a shelter yeah. out of bamboo. You're probably wearing clothes that you bought at Columbia. There's a 100% neck. chance that you have cargo pockets either on your pants or your shorts. Oh, yeah. No, you're wearing a, a, a cargo vest, a cargo You have shorts. one of those hats. Like cargo shorts, but with the zip up, like leg sleeves, so they, they so can all take them cargo off. Pants. Yeah. Yeah. But then, and then you have the hat, that has like a string underneath. Oh, definitely. It's probably floppy. Oh, yeah. And Tracks. Like, and like your water is always in a canteen. Always in a canteen. You drink from nothing else. But the canteen. Canteen. Tracks and canteens. 
there's a pilgrimage. This is cool. I think this one's cool. This is very I, spiritual. I, I, don't, I don't think it needs to be spiritual, and I will tell you why. But mm. it's a long trip. It's longer. It's not a quick vacation. But the key to the pilgrimage is there's an end game. There's a goal. There's a destination in mind. Mm -hmm. Pilgrimage to Mecca. Pilgrimage to Israel. Pilgrimage to all 30 NHL rings. Which is my argument that it is spiritual. Every single example you have provided was spiritual, including the NHL teams. Elaborate, please. Um, okay, let's say... Specifically the last. Okay, so spirituality, a lot of people think of, relates to, say, a religion, but it doesn't have to be. It's really more between, like, what provides your life with a lot of purpose, a lot of meaning, a lot of just value. What do you value in life? And that's what guides you. It's sort of like, what is the underlying thing that really guides you in life? So religion is really great for that because it's like, okay, we've got this higher power or we've yeah. got whatever connection. Shadow morals, et cetera. Exactly. So like with NHL teams, like if that's your prayer, like you could just value hockey. That could be like one of your cornerstones yeah. of your life. Going to these games provides you with joy. You learn lessons like don't throw beers at Max Domi or Ty Domi, any of the Domi, any of the Domi. Out of the Domi. And because you're probably going to get beat up if you get seen by them somewhere. Or in trouble. Exactly, you know. Um, I do often say that when I go to watch the Leafs, I turn to the person next to me and say, this is my church. This is where I worship. Exactly. Which is totally sacrilegious. And, but no, at the same time, it's a congregation. It's a it's a set of okay, people who are around you that that value the same thing that you do. Well, the four guys behind me didn't. If you read the musings on Tableau.ca, which is where you can again tap into the religion or something of us versus them. Those are heathens. Yeah, Those they are, are talking about business deals and my church. Yeah. Um, what about so same vein, very similar. Yeah. People that follow the Grateful Dead go. Yeah, provides them with a Hold lot. Hold on. Why do they follow the Grateful Dead? Because it resonates with them. They like the music, they like the drugs, and the culture. Yeah, the people around them, same interests, same same okay. stuff. But also, like, it, it, it resonates with someone. That, that hits, them. Like that it, it hits them somewhere other than the mind. It gets them somewhere deep in, in the their... Being. In the being. Okay. Exactly. But the added thing about the pilgrimage is typically in those cases, you're probably going on paths where several people have gone before you. Yeah. Like, I've heard of ones where it's like, okay, my uh, father or it's grandfather escaped Nazi Germany and he took this way, or like, it was, let's say it's the Underground Railroad or something like that. So then you go and you trek the same path that they had. I'm going to try and run Terry Fox's route. Exactly. Yeah, so you. you do that. So it's, again, it's been paved for you, but it has some meaning behind it. Yeah. And along the way, you kind of go, you get an appreciation for what others have gone through, and then you go, like, yes, oh, I feel that. Yeah. You're part of it. Yeah, exactly. It's all about being part of something. Yeah. Pilgrimages. Mm -hmm. Pilgrimage. Yeah. They're neat. I don't have any, but I'm thinking along the lines of, like, I think I would like to go to somewhere like the Masters or or like yeah. Pebble Beach or St. Andrews, like the the, home, the Andrews. home of golf. Like you know, like it's that thing. I've been right. Yeah. So like that would be something. Um and then the last one is it, it's kind of a catch all but it is very specific, the journey. Yeah. So not just the band. Um this one is a longer trip where unlike a pilgrimage it has no set goal but uh, you know, there's air quotes here. 
yet you get there. Yeah. So you, you set out, and it's a lot of, a lot of journeys are like to find yourself, and yeah. things like that. But you kind of you just leave and you go, and uh, you don't know what your goal is, and then you kind of like at some point you kind of feel like I've accomplished what I need to accomplish, and then you return. And I will put a quick commercial in for a weird movie I watched on Netflix starring Simon Pegg called Hector's Journey to Find Happiness or something along those lines yeah. where he is a therapist helping people and he kind of becomes disillusioned with his regular life and mm-hmm. just decides I'm going to go and any like open questions I had in my life so he visits a couple of people from his past including his lost love and also he just goes to like he goes to China he goes to like Nepal and then he ends up in Africa and then Los Angeles which kind of an outlier in that data set but and he figures answers the question that he didn't know he was setting out to answer a journey yeah so be that talk that cheese yeah well I think I don't know I wonder if you could make arguments that like you could have some of these other things tapped into your journey like you could go on treks that would be a part of your journey you could probably have a pilgrimage that maybe would maybe they're like, all separate types but overall I think that's a saga saga yeah yeah so Saga may have a couple of different Maybe journeys. Saga is like the umbrella term for all of the journeys, tracks, pilgrimage yeah. you take in your life. Or it doesn't even have to be... There's a lot of dramatic animals just happening well, right think, now. I think with a Saga as well, it's not just about your life. It's about like your parents' life. It could be like your your nation's life or your something like that. Like, it's bigger like, than yourself. It's big. It's Saga very big. big. They're big. Um, but Question yeah, and, mark. and journeys are usually realized maybe like some people do say I'm on my journey towards wellness or something like that but like usually people refer to it as a past tense it's Later, like I'm going to go on a journey it's like lunch. they journeyed from here to there or you know make a pilgrimage to that Taco Bell on Dundas like so many so many before so many tugboats have to We've, I went there once by myself, yeah. and I went there once with you, and every time I get overwhelmed by the menu, and I pick the first thing that looks appetizing, and then, well, you you know how you have to, like, wait for them to make it, but you can also watch them, like, with a caulking gun of sour cream. Yeah. And you're so kind of like... It's real now. And you're kind of like, I probably shouldn't be watching this, but... No, no, I was going to say... Well, you have that time, you look up the menu, and like, oh, why didn't I think to get a burrito? Idiot! Mm. And then you're like... Do I go back and order a burrito and then just like bring it home and eat it in two hours? And then you're like, no, that's not smart. That's not a smart plan. No. Like the time. We're in tangent here, Chief, so I'm just going to keep tangenting further out. I once was, I was going, I was traveling and I stopped at a place. Okay, it's got travel in it. Yeah, yeah that's appropriate. I was on a journey. <laughs> I stopped to get Wendy's and I ordered, I think it was four Junior Bacon Cheeseburgers. Yeah. Which, that's too many to eat at one time. It was four JBCs. So I ate two JBCs and then I kind of just put the other two on the dash to keep them warm. It was summertime. And then in an hour, I ate another JBC and then in another hour, I ate the fourth JBC. Yeah. So over three hours, I ate four JBCs. Do I feel good about it? Yeah, I do. Um, I thought it was especially clever to put them on the dash to keep them warm, which works. The cheese actually melts a little bit. That plastic cheese they put on there. Yeah, you, it's delicious. Tabo, you need to go on vacation. I, we'll talk about that at the end, but, <laughs> oh, man. 
Chief, you went on a vacation. Yeah, they did. Where did you go? Thailand. Oh, we knew that already. Yeah. How long did you go for? Three weeks. Whereabouts in Thailand did you go? Well, we flew into Bangkok. Okay, but did you stop at any, like, Pudong Airport or anything like that? That's exactly where we stopped. <laughs> um, in Shanghai. Um, but, like, again, very brief. We didn't really do anything there. Pudong. Pudong. Yeah. P-U-D-O-N-G. Yeah, I guess I think that's Pudong. Pudong. Oh, I looked it up. Yeah. It's Pudong. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Go on. You Pudong to Bangkok. They love anal. So, <laughs> woo! Um, but they, uh, but yeah, so like we went there and then we went, flew into Bangkok and we were there for about four days, three or four days, and then we went up to Ayutthaya, or Ayutthaya, however you want to pronounce it, and it's like, that was the old Bangkok before, like, um, some people came in and went like, well, we're going to destroy everything here, like, and then they're like, oh, well, let's just move to, let's just move down to, to Bangkok, and that like was the old Bangkok, Bangkok or just a like a capital city. It was the old capital city, but like, yeah. So they, Bangkok shouldn't be called New Bangkok. It's not, or no, new or Bangkok 2 or like... What'd you call that town? Ayutthaya. So it should be really called New Ayutthaya. Yeah. In English. Yeah. But okay. From now on, we should do that. New Ayutthaya. No, Bangkok's just fun to say. Yeah. Ayutthaya is fun to say, too. Yeah, um, it is. So you're right. Um, like the word lipid. <laughs> Semi-permeable... <laughs> lipid membrane. Lipid. Um, so, <laughs> I mean, they, they, they disappointed me, and I tell you, I was just lipid. I was lipid with those people. <laughs> um, so then we went more north up to Chiang Mai, which again is like kind of like another yeah, major but, city, but it's like... It's a in your back it has, from there. It has a little bit more... Um, yeah, yeah. You know, um, but it's like a little bit more cultural, culturally based, I guess, or it's smaller, and it has a like history to it. Is that the place with like the statue with, or the monument building with all the little gold square tiles? Oh no, like they do have a lot crossing there which has some gold okay. chetties, but like, or chedis or chetties. Chetties, yeah, or they're called chetties or stupas, but then <laughs> two glasses merge them into chupas. Chupas? Yeah, so we just saw a bunch of chupas. 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 Um, sounds kind of like a, what are those things from Taco Bell? Because it's, it's yeah. things about chalupas. Chalupas. But yeah, so they're chupas. Anyway. Damn so it, now you have to go to Taco Bell. <laughs> Idiot. Yeah. So then, um, you wanted to have the tangent. So we went, and then we flew down to um, a bunch of islands in southern Thailand. So there was um, Ao Nang. Um, Ding Dong. Ko, no, sorry. Ko-PP, Ko-Lanta, Ko-Kradan, which two glasses always says Ko-Kradan. Anytime, like, they, oh, she says everything English, she says everything normal, and then all of a sudden it gets a Ko-Kradan and she goes French for some reason. Ko-Kradan. Like, it's just like this <laughs> mystical <laughs> French. And I've actually heard of Ko-PP before. Yes, yeah, it's from The Beach, the Leo yeah. movie. Like, he has, Ko, there's Ko-PP oh. Lay and Ko-PP Don, and I think it's Ko-PP. Oh, it's just John, the one P in it. I think that's yes, it's P H I P H I. But there was a lookout that we went to, and it's like P E E P E. So like they oh. change, it just changes because they do that a lot in Thailand. They'll just change spellings of things. So you yeah. step up and it just confuses the crap out of you. That's fun. Yeah. So that's um, exciting. <laughs> very exciting. And then there was after Ko Kradan, there was Ko Ko Muk, and then you would go to what's Ko. I think it just means like island or something. Okay. Yeah. So instead of saying PP Island, it's Ko PP. 
like yeah. instead of shoes on orange instead of like orange shoes. Yeah, yeah. they backwardinate it. Yeah, or we backwardinate it. No, no. Uh, I, speak, <laughs> I speak English, so therefore yeah. it's the right language. You know, yeah. That's how people do that kind of yeah. logic, but yeah. So I guess we could start. So those are all the places that we went. So that was three weeks. Kind of like a week and a half of like culture and excursions, and then like a week and a half of beaches and relaxing and stuff. Um, cool phrases that I don't know. Do you have questions? But like cool phrases, like so, like uh, hello would be sawadi. But then they have again, like French, they have masculine and feminine. So all men at the end will say crap, like K R A P, crap at the end. And then all women would say cop, so like K A. So you, so you have to say it like if you're the originator of the phrase, you attach your gender to it, or is it who you're speaking to? Getting into some oh, high no, grammar. Like it would be me. Like it would be if I'm a male, then I would say crap. It's not like if I was talking oh. to another male, I would say crap. But if it was a female, I'd say cop. No, it's So it's just kind of funny, like just uh, thank you with like Capcom crap and Sawadee crap and whatever. So you and, and two glasses of wine would be learning two separate languages. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. Yeah, and like Interesting. how you remember hello is like so what the crap. Yeah. Sawadee crap. That's what I think <laughs> of. Um, and then Capcom crap, you think of like cap and then raccoon and then crap. Interesting live. Yeah. So. The other question I had was, what kind of accommodations were you in? Five-star hotels? Were you staying in hobbles? Yeah, so I think, we, oh, what is it called? It's called flash packing. Oh. It's, an, it's a thing. It's a thing. Yeah, so, like, it's not glamping. And it's, oh. and it's not, so, like, basically we stayed at a few, like, hostels. Right. But a little bit better quality hostels, like, a little bit. And then so they give you a safe to put your valuables in. Yeah. And no one tries to have sex with you. Yeah. Okay. Part what? Yeah. <laughs> well, nothing. Funny story. I'll get back to that. Um, <laughs> so, um, and then some of the other places we stayed at, like mid-range hotels, and then we had what we called splurge nights, where we would yeah. have like a couple nice places or whatever. So to a nice fresh white linen duvet. No duvets, because it's wicked hot. So like, um, yeah. Sheets. Yeah. Yeah. Sheets. Um, so like, basically, the, I think the perk there would be air conditioning. That's where, right, right, right. That's where that comes in. Would you say that the mid-level hotels had as bad of air conditioning as our Jamaican hotel? Well, I had an ocean view room, so we just well open that up for the breeze. Well, we had a courtyard-based room. Like I would say, I would say like the quality of the air conditioners there were actually quite good. Like they're better than what you would find in like those crappy like Holiday Inn where you like. Yeah. Hit them like really hard, and they have the knobs that don't do sh anything. Yeah. You know, if you know you're like supposed to use the wall one, right? You're not supposed to touch the knobs. You're supposed to the wall. Well, what are you doing? Whatever. Why are like, basically all my all my hotel? I'm showing you. I know the, the, the so hotel. The all I'm thinking about hotels because I don't stay in them that often. All I have is reminiscent is like hockey tournaments and yeah, that's where you just have those like they are they best western terrible. Yeah, so like comfort in. If you go to like probably you have them at your business place. Like um, you have the air conditioners that like have the two like they're on the roof sort of, and they have like the two flaps that open like this, and they're yeah. like, it's kind of like you know industrial air. It's nice. Yeah, it's not one of the big boxy things that you place in the window or something. Yeah. But like anyway, window shaker. Yeah. So like I, I would assume that they, I think of them as Dyson, even though they're not. 
just because like, it seems more efficient and cool. Um, like the Dyson. So you just associated anything good electronic with Dyson. Did they branded well? I guess. Um, so, uh, yeah, so to answer your question, the air conditioning was good. You stayed in a range of hotels. That was the original question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then, no, that was... Oh, what type of trip was it? From the types at the start? Was it a journey? Was it a pilgrimage? No. A trek? An adventure? Or just a vacation? I'd say part adventure, part vacation. I would say almost, yeah. That's fair. Just because... Because the culture and the new experience makes it more adventure Yeah, and we did lots of, like, excursions, so, like, I think... Yeah. I think the second part was more Locking like a vacation. up a waterfall like an idiot. Yes, it's yeah. awesome. So like I would think the second part was like a vacation, the first part was like a an adventure. An adventure. Yeah. But there was no like danger, like you didn't like no Indiana Jones element where you had to save a certain thing. No, but not that kind of adventure. But, but I will tell you there was one moment in the trip. Like and I mean was there was a scary, there was a few scary ones, but this one was like the one where like I actually we probably could have got into some like danger. It took me by surprise. <laughs> um, we were in Bangkok, and we were coming back from where we had just eaten dinner, and we were just walking back. It's nighttime, and we looked to the right. Was the heat oppressive at the time? No, it was great actually. Okay. It was pretty decent. Um, and we looked to the first of all, like we saw some like rats just running around. That was kind oh, of like, not great. But like we looked down to the right, we looked down this alley, and down the alley. Um, there's like a bunch of like shirtless Thai guys unloading like just gigantic fish. Like they're in like sort of a warehouse sort of thing yeah. and look like they're loading fish. And I'm like, that looks awesome. <laughs> so In my mind, I'd be like, that is sketchy as hell. Yeah, so I think that's awesome. Yeah. It should be cool. It's like, again, like, let's go look at two it. Two glasses, this is a unique experience. We would like probably never get to see this. Adventure. Cool. So we start walking down this path and then this elderly Thai couple come out of the woodworks who knows what they're doing or whatever jump down off the wall like spider people and then they're like um oh, like no, no. no is my like my M-A-I so like my like don't what kind of thing and I was like no we're going and then they're like yeah, it's okay. they're like you know like she goes like puts like her head down and sleeps like no like we don't need a hotel like we don't need a place to sleep like what are you doing weird old people or whatever cap raccoon cap raccoon I'm ready for Thailand. So, so then like we kind of just ignore them and keep walking, and then they get more like adamant, adamant, like don't. Bye bye, may, may, may. Yeah. May or my. 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 My 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 my. So then, like, we're like, what do these people care? Get out of my way, old people. And then we're on an adventure. So I think like we kind of we sort of accepted it was going to happen. I think two glasses started walking the other way, and then the old lady looked at me and went like this, my, and then she put her thumb, like, over her neck and, like, and put it across her neck like, you're a, like, dead. like you're a dead thing. So, like, two glasses didn't see this. Uh, hopefully she didn't lose <laughs> so, uh, so, like, so I was like, no, like, she, I told her after, she's like, whatever, she's like, she's like, cheese. He, she was just motioning that way because they're killing fish and we don't want to see that. They're just like, don't go see the killing fish, whatever. And I'm like, no, this is some underground... There was a look in her eye. This is an, like a, a, a off the grid...
hybrid drug-fish-smuggling arrangement that they've got going on, and if we go down there, they're going to murder us like those gigantic fish that they're murdering. They could have been people. I'm I'm just assuming they were fish. Maybe the fish were filled with drugs. Hello! Exactly, tugboat. See, you and I would be the same. Danger first mindset. Yeah. I like. They just don't want us to see the fish. Yeah, no. Killed. I'm like. You're being preposterous. And I was just going. Too bad we almost died. We could have been killed. We could have been killed right there. Surge of adrenaline. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. So. In the future, if you see an elderly Thai couple saying, "Don't do something," yeah, you don't do get, it. Get, get, get out. Get out. So yeah, so that was my near death experience right. while I was there. Um, Like, I think I've been to all the guys 
you're like, whoa, well, you just got whatever. Like, and I was like, I just I wanted to say no, but yeah, I think that's how they took it. You know? No, I don't want to buy this North Face knockoff coat. Yeah. yeah. So that was the thing. Or, or whatever it happened to be. Yeah. Uh, traffic was crazy, so you learn to just deal with like just the, the no no safety. Like I mean, you'd have like two year olds on scooters just standing up. Uh, the rules like sixties like, and seventies here. Yeah. Like. Um, glasses almost got hit crossing the street because like no car was going the one direction and they were at a standstill on the other side but one person just decided to go out into the other lane where there was nobody and just went completely against traffic like the other way as fast as they could and almost like hit her so that was kind of like terrifying uh, yeah um yeah but with the crosswalk basically if you sit there and wait for people to stop for you it'll never happen so you either wait for a Thai person to cross and kind of sneak in behind them so like they'll get hit first or whatever but like um, or you just you just go and they stop like they are always prepared to stop for yeah. you. So like that's how you have to do it. Like you just expect that people are going to do these things, like pass you or cut in or do all these faux pas here. Yeah. And so like I mean, give so me a little bit more. Place for that. A little more empathy for Asian drivers, I think. Yeah. Like, they I had that when I came back from like different rules and stuff. Yeah. So, um, so that was like a thing. Um, and then just like the navigation part is like always have a backup plan for restaurants I would think um, and then also like we had an app actually we had an app that allowed us to like you could download the map ahead of time and then it would use your GPS so like you wouldn't be using data to look at these maps or anything right. it's a great great app so we use that and that saved us the app here on uh, what's that app called though? Maps.me 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 yeah so it was great app for Thailand. Exactly. People were pretty jealous when I told them about it. Yeah, that probably saved our relationship because it was hard enough with it. Cause, like you get disoriented quite easily and yeah. like um, different language and different. They changed the spelling to Kopi P. And, and some of like the best restaurants that we looked up are like these places that like they serve the best food, but like they don't. They're not like flashy or anything like that. Like they're the homegrown stuff. Like one, I think we it looked like it was in like a mechanics garage, but then like we had it and it was like, like delicious, friggin' delicious, super delicious. Um, Soups and meats. And we never would have found it on the side street and like really unassuming. And so it's almost like a hipster built app for finding the cool local places. No, like we looked that up with separate. Uh, it's just like it's just a map that tells you where okay. you are. Um, but anyway, so like. We learned that because there was a few times where we like didn't get the first one, so then we had to go to the next one, and we got tired from walking too much, and yeah, and then uh, so then like that just like when you get hangry, that's what you learn about yourself. Like you just don't leave it to that point. Did you not bring like snacks or like? Sometimes we would have like some snacks or sometimes, but not enough. I don't think we did that enough, but like. We didn't have cargo. We didn't have our cargo shorts. Yeah, so you didn't have the zippers. No, no. You were only prepared for vacation, not for adventure. Basically. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, so like those were like some of the the bigger things. I think the other, another major like I learned a lot. But another one is just like I like doing activities. So like you do activities there because you're in a new place and you need to fill your yeah, day. Yeah, we talked about before. Yeah. yeah. Whereas like since I've been back home, I've been trying to be more conscious about like doing. So what about Fun new, activities. new activities or experiences? Like, on the trip? Yeah, so did, did the, do it, like, I mean, you're kind of thrown into another culture, you have to adapt and survive, so, you know, you have to learn a little bit of the language, you have to learn how yeah. to eat, 
um, chilies that look like green beans and things like that. Um, so going through that kind of intensive period of, you know, we have to try new things and have to go out of our comfort zone a lot of times, did that relate back to when you got back, did that continue? Or did you immediately revert back to how you lived your life before? Or are you like more, do you find yourself more open to, you know, maybe this week we're gonna try a new Indian dish that we've never had before? Yeah, so like I would say that you actually revert back to your normal routine way faster than you ever should. Okay. Like I think, uh, even though like some of the things have stayed and like, you know, like I'm, one thing I picked up there was like, the rock climbing stuff, so now I do that okay. here or whatever, so that's something I, I like. Uh, like to do now, but yeah, you actually like aside from the jet lag, like you kind of just get back into, and I think it relates really heavily to the material good stuff. You get over there and you're like, we don't need any of this stuff. Like we've made it totally fine with just like yeah. having like two t-shirts and a pair of shorts and stuff, and that was totally fine. Then you get back here and you're like, like, I have a whole closet full of clothes, yeah. idiot. <laughs> <laughs> I have nothing to wear. Let's go shopping. Yeah, yeah. So. Like that, that is a, it's a culture thing. Like it's, it's hard to get away from, you know? So, um, that, that was like a thing. Uh, but you did bring back the rock climbing habit, so that's a new thing that you yeah, yeah. adopted. But um, do you, when you go for Thai food now, do you feel like you're more experienced? We haven't been yet, but I think we would know what to order. Like, okay. and we did take a Thai cooking class, which was a new thing. And that was another thing that I'd like to do is like, we, we went there and we took a cooking class. It was great. Like, we don't even take cooking classes at home, which really great because yeah. you would learn a thoughtful gift idea yeah because it's fun yeah. it's fun you meet some people and I mean their market looks the one that we went to looks pretty much the same as ours they just have a few different like yeah. vegetables or like so their meat is way time. different like they just have their meat out on tables yeah. and stuff but there um, it is come and get it come and get it no sneeze guards no nothing yeah um, sneeze guards <laughs> that's mostly the yeah I, I got a whole thing about that yeah um so you have that you did learn a little bit about your relationship with two glasses of wine. Oh yeah. Your strengths and weaknesses. Yeah. Well, uh, one is that we learned that like after three weeks, like we a like we didn't want to murder each other or anything. Like we think it went yeah. stronger. It's nice to spend a lot. Like as long as you're away from somebody, it just coming Well, what do you guys want to do? Well, this doesn't matter. 
And then, cool, let's go here. And then I'm like, well, let's go here. Well, I don't want to do that. Yeah. And then you end up having to make all the choices, whereas it would be nice to have somebody be like, I kind of really want to have some Chinese food tonight, like some beef and broccoli on rice with like a really thick soy sauce on it. And then you're like, yeah, that sounds good. Yeah. Yeah, I, I get it. And you. then when you're away and like, like, I mean, Thai food is not my like palate or like yeah. my favorite thing. So it's not you like did you, really well though. Yeah, but like it's not like I crave anything. It's like, oh man, I can really like go, go, go for some spring rolls, some fresh. Tom Young Kung tonight. Oh I yeah. Don't know what that means. So then, like, that after, like, a lot of it, like a lot of this stuff is like curry dishes, and a lot of it is like soup with seafood related things. Yeah. Um, and then very you have your generic sort of like cashew chicken. They don't have. Do they, do they only have Thai, like here we have basically every oh, world cuisine. You so you can get anything you want, however, like, similar to here, uh, never trust, a re- I feel like I'm going to apply this, but like you don't trust a restaurant that does too many things, especially there. Like if they yeah. have a menu that has everything, there's no way mm-hmm. they do There's not going to do it well. Yeah. yeah. Maybe right. one, like this hidden secret one that they should be focusing like on. The mechanic place that we went to, it looked like a mechanic's house, that was really good. There was one where all they made, I think it was, was Tom Young Cook or something like that. And that's all they did. Like, that's yeah. all they made. And it was Special phenomenal. Specialization. It was like that type of spicy that you could tell was really spicy, but you could still eat it because it was just so delicious. Yeah. And that's kind of the double-edged sword. Not like the green chilies. No, that was awful. <laughs> um, but yeah, so like, there's nothing I really craved. So, like, whatever. So that makes it tough. But at any point, you can get McDonald's. You can get Burger King. You can get, like, that's another thing that's quite surprising. Yeah, I noticed there's a lot of KFC in Beijing. Yeah. Like that just seemed to be the yeah. one that stood out the most. They it was it. McDonald's and KFC. KFC is. Oh yeah, fifty five chicken, please. Yeah, I think um, chicken. Yeah, Um, so you were, you know, you guys were mindful enough to notice these things as they were happening. That yeah, and then, you know, I guess there would be some reflection as well, but oh, yeah. mostly you're like, yeah. Oh, I don't really want to make decisions all the time, so it's good that you know we can share the load. Yeah. Um, or um, I think there was I journaled the whole thing. So that was something new that I had done. I haven't continued that when I got home, but like yeah. that was. It's a travel thing. It's a travel thing, but it was really nice um, to log that stuff. And then also, what was really interesting was that like when we were on our trip, we we stayed away from our phones as best as we could, and we kind of did. Um, but like we saw everywhere, like there was one dinner that we went to and it was outside, it was in Komuk, a really small isolated island, and there was a couple that literally didn't look at each other once, and I don't think it was because they were upset with each other, it's just they both were on their phones. Yeah, they were waiting What are you doing on your phone at that, like, you probably don't have the data packets from over there? Wi-Fi is everywhere. Yeah. You can get everything at any time and have you buy a data package, but again, it's like this, Let's assume this couple is just traveling like us for three weeks or something. Which they probably were. They were probably they all like been a, bloggers or something yeah. like that. But like, you're at dinner and you don't even look at each other once, and you're in like a. a, a, a it was a pretty beautiful place, and it was in like it's assumedly new, like before. Yeah. And like who knows? But like, it just it was really unsettling, you know. So I feel like when you're on base, like similar to what we did in Jamaica, like the morning you wake up and you just check to make. Check your phone to make sure no one died. Yeah. And then you do your day, and then before you go to bed, you check again to make sure no one died, and say like, "Hey, what's up?" to like your group oh, of friends or whatever. Yeah. yeah. 
so that they know you're alive. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's all, it should just be about confirming that all parties are alive while you're away. Yeah. Even though I'm you sharing a nice speech photo to make some people jealous. I actually had yeah. that conversation with my dad one time, and he's just kind of like, uh, like I, you need to like contact more or something like that. It was just a, a while back or whatever. And I'm like, just sort of like, well, like, do you care what like I'm doing? Like there, or do you want to hear more about that? Like, no, just that you're alive. And I was like, mm, I was like really mad at it. But <laughs> funny though. It's like, no, yeah. I don't care what you're doing. I just want to know that you're not dead. Yeah. Goes the other way too. How do you know he's not dead? And I think that's just a function of any vacation. 
where you come back and you've had like this life of leisure and you're kind of doing things you want to do and then you come back to the very structured it's time to work and you're like oh man yeah but you and then you have the added bonus of your two jobs because you're yeah. the hardest working candy in town and you had one job that was kind of like what you expected you're like oh this is work i'm here doing my thing yeah. and then you went to another job and it was just like out of control terrible yeah and you wanted to just be like well i'm leaving yeah like it was just i'll come back later yeah it was, it was pretty awful but again it's like the same thing where like you do adjust fairly quickly after that like you just get right back into the to the swing of things so like I don't know. It's kind of sad that that happens, but it's good that you at least have those breaks where you can get fresh perspective and, and maybe take a, like, a harder look at what's going on in your life. Yeah. That's important. So. so I guess with that, do you have another vacation on deck? Like, do you have your next one in the queue ready to go? Like, I know you spent some time and money on home rentals. Maybe not time, because that happens so fast. Yeah. But Two glasses is nesting hard right now. Yeah, so... Yeah, she's almost asleep. But um, you guys, you did your thing with the Renos. Dropped yeah. the coin there. You just dropped the bundle on Thailand. Yeah. Do you have like an aspirational, like we want to go and walk the Amazon River, or we want to see Antarctica? Like, do you have a, a new? I want to visit every continent with someone. So she wants to visit every continent with Which somebody she, named Kevin. Yeah, I don't know who that I don't is. I who that is, but. Um, Hopefully, hopefully, Cheese gets to go too with this Kevin guy. Yeah, sounds, he like, sounds like a handsome guy. <laughs> Anywho, <laughs> so two glasses wants to get to every continent. So I mean, that's a a loftier goal, not a specific. Yeah. Do you guys do? Are you like going cottaging, or do you have any? The, no, like, well, yeah, like we'll probably do some like smaller stuff. But I think like on on my end of things, I think there would be a nice like trek or maybe a pilgrimage down the west coast from like Vancouver down to California. Quite a track, yeah. Yeah, it would be nice. Um, and then the other one is that I've actually registered or signed up to be able to get like tickets to the Masters for 2018. Because oh. I'd like to do that with like my grandpa, my dad, and my brother as like a generational pilgrimage. Yeah, so like I think that, because like that's something that keeps us close or we yeah. share an interest share, in, you yeah. know, my yeah. grandpa, who knows? He's yeah, doing well. Old people, know, old so. people kick off. So. Yeah, so um, so that's like kind of what I had played in. Okay. But yeah, the content thing is cool. Tugboat has nothing. And he should. Clear. Like I've got a couple of weddings he this summer. Pull up anchor and. So I have a I have a, a week of vacation in March, which currently I have no plans for. I I'm at a loss. Yeah. Staycation? I don't want to do that. Home renovation. I mean, I could watch the contract with like a hawk and try and steal his ideas, but... He could go to Chicago and <coughs> watch the Jays. I already poo-pooed that idea. I have too much going on in that part of the summer, so I can't, I can't do it. I'm talking about more immediate satisfaction. So I have no thing to look for. I dreamed about going to Texas, but I don't really have a travel partner. Um, I'm not, I don't think I could travel by myself. I think I would just get bummed out. Like really, just be like. Or you like oh. so much that yourself yeah. yeah, you have a real uh, what's it called? Eat, pray, love experience. Or like, have those, you'll what if I have hot. the worst time of my life? Hot gunslinger and. Yeah. Yeah, but then I know that I also failed. That's the whole. The 
Failure is good. God! Failure is fine. You never learn anything cool in but your I comfort wanted... zone. Your comfort zone is... Tugboats are worldwide. Oh. 